Our scripture reading this morning is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it was stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of God for you, the people of God. May God bless this reading and our understanding. Many Christmas cards, of which we're all probably still kind of sorting through and putting away, many of them read something like this. I wish you peace and happiness too, and the spirit of Christmas the whole year through. I wish you peace and happiness too, and the spirit of Christmas the whole year through. That implies the question, what would it mean to to see every day of the year through Christmas eyes? What would it mean to live every day of the year with a Christmas perspective, with a Christmas attitude? What would that mean? A part of the answer can be found in the Christmas story itself. It encompasses two realities, a star and a stable. A star and a stable. In today's scripture reading, the wise men followed a star. They followed a star and it led them to the Son of God who was born in a stable. 
star and stable. Let's take a minute or two to visualize these two realities. Imagine a beautiful star-filled sky. The countless stars, the endless sky, the infinite universe. Imagine that. Now, focus a little bit. Try to imagine one particular star. One star shining especially brightly. I invite you to take a look at the cover of your bulletin. It gives a good depiction of what that might be like. One particular star shining especially bright, powerful, present. The star is a celestial reality, a reality full of mystery and wonder. It symbolizes our aspirations. It symbolizes our hopes and our dreams. Now, now let's come down to earth. Imagine being in a stable, in a barn. Horses and cows, goats and sheep, chickens and a rooster or two. There's hay and straw, and yes, there's manure. But having grown up with horses and cows and having shoveled a lot of manure, I can tell you that it doesn't really smell bad. At least in my opinion, it doesn't. (laughs) It smells earthy. It smells organic. The stable symbolizes the basics of life. It's a mundane reality, a reality that's down to earth. Keeping the spirit of Christmas the whole year through involves balancing star and stable, balancing mystery and mundane, balancing idealistic and pragmatic. To approach life only from a star perspective can lead to disillusion. And to approach life only from a stable perspective can lead to despair. The challenge is to find the balance, to find the balance in the different areas of our lives, at work, in our relationships, in our faith. A good example of the need for this balance is marriage. We have all known young couples, young couples who are planning their wedding. They are full of excitement and idealistic expectations. They anticipate nothing but unending bliss. That was me and my wife Rebecca when we were married at the young age of 20, 21. 35 or so years later, we've learned that you need the balance. But these young couples, we worry about them because we know that their expectations have too much star and not enough stable. At the same time, we've also known couples married for years. Couples for whom being husband and wife has become routine. 
There's no joyful giving and receiving, no romance, only reluctant acquiescing. Every once in a while, Rebecca tells me that I need to be a little more romantic. She's saying that I need a little more star. You don't want to have too much star and not enough stable. You've got to have both, star and stable. Star and stable. Hopes and dreams need to be tempered by pragmatism, and practical matters have to be inspired by hopes and dreams. We need to connect with the mystery and wonder that permeates the miracle of life. And at the same time, we need to be grounded. We need to have common sense. Our faith offers us the balance we need. In the birth of Jesus, the God of the stars entered our stable world. The God of the universe became flesh in a barn. Think of what that does not mean. It does not mean that God's intention in the birth of Jesus was to take us out of the world. No more stables, only stars. It also does not mean that God imprisons us, imprisons us in the world. No more stars, only stables. It's not either or, it's both and. Jesus' life and the way he lived is the perfect example of this balance. His guiding star was his vision of the realm of God. It led him to do God's work in specific, pragmatic, down-to-earth ways. He healed people by touching them. He shared God's love by eating with others. He made a sacrament of bread and wine. Star and stable... That's how Jesus lived his life, and it's how God calls us to live ours. God does not want us to be all one or the other, either romantic optimists or sour pessimists. God calls us to be hopeful realists. God calls us to be realistic dreamers. The wise men followed a star. They followed a star and found the Son of God who was born in a stable. In the year ahead, with all of its challenges and with all of its possibilities, may we live lives of faithful balance, the faithful, life-giving balance of star and stable. Amen.